0: hey and welcome back to the junkyard the show about the good the bad and the ugly in arts and entertainment this week we are talking about content creator accountability who will get canceled and who gets a
1: free pass i'm Amani. i'm zach and here we go All right, so thank you so much, Junkyardigans, for joining us again. Thanks for coming back. Another episode. (laughs) Um, This week is a little heavier, right? Some things have been coming out and happening about a very popular, particular podcaster person, Mm -hmm. uh, whom whom you will know of, who you may know as uh, Joe Rogan. What what are his other aliases? The artist formerly known as Joe Rogan, Joe uh, Joe Hoagie, uh, I don't, I don't know, Ro Jogan, Ro Jogan, (laughs) Drogan. Um, so I remember when I first heard about some things going on. Um, this is like a few weeks ago. I was hearing about how Neil Young was threatening to pull his music Mm -hmm. from Spotify because, right, a few years ago, Spotify signed Joe Rogan on some crazy. Not a few years ago, like last year, right? 2020, actually. Uh-huh. Signed Joe Rogan on some like wild $100 million contract to make him an exclusive Spotify artist right. or creator, right? Creator. And that was crazy. He went ahead and did that. And whatever, everything's been gravy. But recently, um, because with COVID and everything, <laughs> these crazy times, uh, with COVID and everything, there's been a lot of vaccine talk. He's been having some um, controversial characters on his um, podcasts that have certain stances on vaccinations and certain stances about mandates and whatever. And so, you know, some things have been said in this podcast that some people are not okay with. Right. So Neil Young, being one of those people that has not been okay with it, threatened to pull his music off of Spotify. in Unless Joe Rogan, uh, you know, pulled his podcast from Spotify or whatever it was pulled from Spotify because he was spreading. And this is Neil Young's words, misinformation about the vaccine and so joe rogan responded to that with an apology or whatever and saying you know i'm a fucking idiot right he's been doing this for years he's always said you know he always said i'm a fucking idiot you know don't listen to anything i say i'm a fucking idiot right and so like i guess if you're a a joe rogan fanboy like on one end you're like yeah see he's a fucking idiot it's not a big deal right and then some people are like bro you're literally the biggest podcast in the world you're bigger than like npr like all these things right you're bigger than like Every podcast you make, you made it. You made a, you made a, a hundred million dollars off of this, right? You can't just keep saying you're a fucking idiot. And I, somebody I like just, I just talked to you recently, just said, um, you know, he got a hundred million dollar contract. How fucking dumb is he? You know, right. what I mean, if, he, if there's a lot of hope for me, right? That's uh-huh, what they're saying. Fair enough. So, so these are just the two stances, isn't is that how I feel, right? The, the, neither of these stances. I mean, I'm, it's not about how I feel yet. I'm just bringing up the, the two things. So, I, um, right now. Uh, Mom and I are doing a show um, called "Lift Every Voice," and basically, in the show, this is not a tangent. This don't worry, it comes back. Okay. Um. Mm-hmm. In in the show, um, at this high school, they play "Lift Every Voice" and sing, which is the the Black National Anthem, essentially, mm-hmm. right? And they play it for it's um, Black History Month in this at the school. And this girl, while listening to the while listening to "Lift Every Voice," takes a selfie, and types it, sends it out, and says, um. Because I guess at the school they're not allowed to play the Star Spangled Banner. She says, "So that if they can if if we can't play, if we can't play, um, whatever the Star Spangled Banner, then they shouldn't be able to play there at them or whatever it was, right?" And so okay. that starts this whole thing. This like these people get, people get pissed off, right? And there's a, an, an an interchange, an interchange, an interchange in the show, where um the black girl is questioning the white girl that did this, and um. The white girl's like, what do you want me to do about it? Like, it already happened. And the black girl's like, I don't know, say sorry. And the white girl's like, would that change anything? And the black girl goes, probably not. And so I'm like, okay, well, then, like, what can be done? Mm -hmm. Like, obviously, sorry is not enough, right? Like, and, and, and this is, like, even, like, more trivial, like, everyday things. People are like, don't just, don't say sorry, bro. Like, why are you fucking, like, it's already done. Damn, it's done. But it's like, well, what can we do to atone? And so then when we scale it out, I wonder, and I'm not saying, apologies should be fine, I'm just stating some things that i've analyzed and i'm putting it out the table so like when we scale out for content creators and and there have been many instances in the past i mean especially recently and i'm not when i'm talking about like apologies and atonement i'm not talking about me too guys i'm talking about other things right there's no fucking there's no there's nothing you can do if you're a me
0: too fella you're out um right but so, so sometimes the harm you cause and the impact you have is not um is not in a redeemable space is that what you're saying Yes sometimes Depending it's not what a you do space. not everything you can come back from, right? Yes,
1: exactly, right So but I wonder about that because like, yes, there are things like when you if you kill somebody or you rape somebody, right? like that's or you know you just dis- you destroy you know whatever property or you harm somebody physically, there are things that cause uh, or mentally. Right. There's things that cause irreparable trauma, damage, things that cannot be recovered, like literally can't be recovered. Right. But then I wonder, like, because you see some people like uh, Morgan Whalen. Right. Who was um, caught saying the N word. Right. As Hossa or whatever. Somebody got him on on camera. Who's that again? Morgan Whalen is a country music star. Right. He was an up and coming country music star. Um, A video was caught of him um, drunkenly saying whatever the N word. Right. And um, he got, like, hella canceled. He, like, um, I don't know, what was it? No, he, he didn't lose his SNL spot over that because he already had done SNL. But he basically was, like, canceled, like, on so many fronts. And the people that were, like, conservative, like, whatever, Trumpers were, like, um, me listening to Morgan Whalen. Like, and stuff like that. And, like, still, like, like oh, I love Morgan Whalen. Like, you know, whatever. He made a mistake. Let him pass or whatever. And it's, like, bullshit, right? So he's, I just saw recently he's going to do a concert at the Staples Center, right? So I'm, like, oh, he's not, like, done. Like, how did this how did he get through? And then also, I hear about like Joe Rogan. And at first, it was the Neil Young thing. And then apparently, I haven't seen it for myself. I also ha- I've only heard about it secondhand. But apparently, there's something with he said the N word in some interview or something mm-hmm. like that
0: multiple times.
1: And he was called out for it. Um, I'm I, I don't really I've never really I've I've heard her first name said in so many different ways that I don't really know how it is. Indi R E. India R E. how is oh, it? Oh yeah, India R E. India Ari, I, I, I really don't know. I, I never knew how to sit in She sharing. was,
0: yeah, some of these artists like Neil Young, um, and I was looking at the list. I uh, Yeah, prominently like Neil Young and India Ari um, are like OGs in the music game. If you listen yeah. to pop music, you're not going to hear them. But in the 2000s and the 90s, you are definitely going to hear India Ari. And then Neil Young goes back even more than that. I think he falls into the... The rock or classic rock category is a big name. I think, um, yeah, yeah. So you would consider them OGs, songwriters. Like these are OG songwriters. For yeah, sure. and who have uh, like their discographies on Spotify, not just a song here or there.
1: So it's a big deal when they threaten to pull their music
0: off. I think India already did it. Um, yeah, and so did so did Neil Young. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, just interject really quickly. The the, the the ch- the challenge is is that none of them are pulling in Joe Rogan money so spotify can apologize or say whatever it wants but yeah i don't know like yeah it, exactly it's going like, to take a lot even... of smaller you know quote unquote smaller uh uh artists pulling their music for it to be a, a big hit on spotify really
1: Re- like exactly cuz joe rogan is like what's like 13 million downloads an episode right like it's I something i mean
0: i think they just said Last year, he was getting uh, almost two hundred million downloads per episode. God damn! Like, like the number one in the world. So like, it's crazy. It's huge. It's yeah. huge, yeah.
1: right? So, mom and I got into it the other day. She was pretty adamant about like what he had like what he had said, and that seventy three episodes were pulled. Right? And I was really confused because I had listened to a lot of Joe Rogan before. I haven't really recently because of just like the guests he has on are like not interesting to me. But like in the past years, before everything was about, you know, whatever the pandemic on his podcast and vaccines, I listened to a lot of Joe Rogan. And so when I hear that 73 episodes are pulled because of whatever that, you know, Spotify just pulled them, I don't know why. Um, I'm like confused. I'm like, what the hell? Like, what, what, what did I miss? Like, you know, what, what, like what got past me or like was it like w- w- what's happening in this? and also like what i'm getting at like when i think about like what's the what what do you what in your opinion what do you think do we do we pull we pull joe rogan off of spotify like he's the biggest podcaster in the world right so many people listen to him right 200 million downloads an episode supposedly whatever before when we pull joe rogan is it just as simple as like somebody's just gonna replace him and it's like fine right and that's like whatever no more Joe Rogan doesn't matter anymore he was shitty did some shitty stuff and we don't need it anymore um, or like how because some people do get passes you know what I mean not 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 okay passes I don't mean I'm saying I want to pass them but, but I'm like pass and then
0: they can continue their career
1: in the past yeah people have gotten passes before right and so I wonder like is this gonna happen to him And, like, if it does, in some alternate world, what's the only way that could warrant that? I wonder, like, how can artists atone? I think about, I mean, just so many things recently with, like, the internet and people just finding people out because people are technically savvy now. And so we can find old recordings of people saying shitty things. And you just can't get away with stuff anymore because you're it's like people are just more aware of that it's like shitty now right and people that the, the things that like when people say things that are offensive people who those things offend have a little bit more of a voice now so we can kind of speak up and like say like hey you know that's shitty so things are so different now and like art like people say cancel culture but it's really just like <laughs> draining the swamp so like i wonder i don't know where i'm getting at with this but just like how, I, I think where it got with mom was I was asking, I was like, so do you think that Joe Rogan's podcast should be pulled? That's what I asked her. I was like, do you think that it shouldn't exist anymore? And she said, I don't know. She said she didn't know. She didn't know where she stood at it. She didn't think that his apology was genuine. And she doesn't know if his podcast should be pulled, but she doesn't want it to like continue either. And so I guess like I just want to ask you like what you think about that, and then that will lead to some other, other questions as well. But I just am like... I, I, I don't really care if it's, if I, if it, if it gets pulled, great. Like, that's fine. I'm not going to like fucking kill myself over his podcast being pulled. That's why I'm like, I genuinely wonder like, like, so I know some people would be like, Oh no, the Joe Rogan podcast, we gone forever. But like, is that the solution though? Like, do we need to pull it? Is that what needs to happen? Mm. And not like we can do anything, but like as the people, sweeping so we petition you, you and, I and I pulled. are going to march down to
0: Spotify and literally pull the plug. It <laughs> We're going to literally fucking pull it. There's a whole box full of Joe Rogan shit and we're going to unplug that bitch. Burn it. Burn it.
1: <laughs> well, cause well, another thing that mom was saying was like, well, he's already got the 100 mil. <laughs> like, yeah. like pulling it and what? Like, OK. But people already I was already seeing like things were being put out like like other other music hosting platforms were Already reaching out to like like whatever already trying supposedly reaching out to joe rogan supposedly right hey come on our platform, you know Whatever free speech whatever guns and trump, whatever. We'll give you a hundred million dollars to you know, come on over So it's like okay if it's not spotify, it's gonna be someone else Um, so like what what do we what happens? What do we because he's money he's attached to it If you have him on your platform, he's gonna bring a whole lot of people So if if spotify drops him, which they're probably not going to because this very reason he's still gonna be around so yeah, I just wonder, like, what's the solution, if there is any?
0: Well, okay, so before we started recording, I, I'm sorry, y'all, if I sound so labored, I, I don't feel well, <laughs> but um, it's just this, it, I just like this, like, if you're black in America, and of course, we're not a monolith, but just get so tired of this. I'm just so, I mean, I'm, I'm grateful for people who speak out against racism, uh, especially when these people have huge platforms. Uh, I'm also grateful for Joe Rogan's apology. I, I saw um, multiple... I have seen it, by the way. I, I've seen multiple clips um, in the... Uh, sorry for the baby. Um, multiple articles I've been looking up. And yeah, I don't think it's the most sincerest thing I've, I've ever heard. And at the same time, uh, you know, it didn't feel like a bullshit um, YouTuber mm-hmm. um, apology where it's really about the performance. Um, okay, so yeah, this is this is so laborious, laborious for me. But you don't I have think, to explain so, anything, bro. Like you don't have to like explain. You know what I mean? Like, like
1: think so, about so the I'll, crowd too. I'll like, get into it. Yeah, yeah.
0: So before I talk about Joe Rogan and him actually saying the N word. Uh, I want to talk about the discourse around it, and one of the things that I feel is the bigger problem, or maybe just like a a, a parallel problem, is the discourse. I watched a, I read a Time magazine article, I saw a BBC news report on it, um, uh, watched the uh, Instagram video, read the comments, and I think the bigger problem is what you were referencing earlier is when someone does something that is racist and uh I can I hate doing this the conservative liberal thing I just hate calling no. a group of people that it's just so dumb I hate it but uh, just for a ref just for a reference I'm I'm going to use it even though I just want you all to know I don't categorize people like this and I think it's so shallow and it's part of the bullshit system we're living in but a lot of things that I see from conservatives are just pure dismissal. Oh, me listening to that country singer. Ha, ha, ha. Screw you, liberal. As if, as if everything is about like the politics of it. Like, oh, because liberals are critiquing it or, oh, because conservatives are saying this, that by itself is the reason to not take it seriously, is to make fun of it. And I just think, That is a huge part of the problem when someone says the N word and other people, someone who's not black says the N word and people are so willing to jump into, ha ha, now I'm going to make fun of everyone who's offended. There's no way that people can be offended by this Um, or, or even, well, I'm not offended by this, so if anyone is... You're a little pussy. You're a little bitch. Your opinion doesn't matter, um, and I'm and, I'm and, gonna and do what I'm gonna do regardless, and even more intense just that's to especially try. Atrocious
1: when it's about something that's racist, when a white person is saying that, when a white person is doing that about something that's racist, is especially atrocious, blatant, and just altogether weird in my opinion. But sorry, continue.
0: Yeah. I mean, so that's, that's the issue. That's one of the issues that I have uh, is the discourse around it and people not actually trying to have this serious conversation. Um, and then also, you know, 73 episodes get pulled. I think we're also having a conversation about censorship and uh, what that is and where that leads. And on one end of the argument, I do think it's important to be really careful about what, like, if you are a platform, I think it is important to moderate, not like go in and check people's thing, but like free speech does not mean hate speech, right? It's important for people to relearn what, what our laws are based on. Um, free speech one does not mean freedom from consequence. Uh, and two, it also does not mean you're allowed to say things that are considered hate speech, especially when you are a person of influence. Uh, uh, that is how mobs are formed, i.e. January 6th, right? We're really going to sit and talk about how people of influence don't have influence. There are so many comments on these videos talking about, obviously, these people never watch the, the show. Obviously, these people are against freedom of speech. And it's like, well, the Joe Rogan podcast has been about absurdity and being controversial since it began, which is one of the reasons why I liked it. Um, in the beginning, I, I watched it. And there, was, there have always been some guests that I did not watch because I had yeah. seen or heard them before and knew that... Things that they thought, or things that they were preaching, um, uh, were 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 dangerous and or wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's not surprising. I also that's uh, not a new thing. I also remember an episode or a clip from an episode where Joe Rogan was talking to another comedian, and he was. It, it was an episode he was blown away by the fact that you couldn't even say certain words anymore uh like like the n-word and i think that was one of the episodes where he said it and it wasn't to anyone or about anyone it was just the word itself Mm. um and i think my initial reaction was like oh i suppose i can understand that point of view right but that's a real surface level of understanding and i i think that it uh carries the uh, lightness of privilege and I'll, and I'll explain. And so not needing to understand the severity of words and their context is privilege, Mm. not Mm. needing. Oh, I didn't say it to anyone or about anyone. It's like, yes, but why do you need to say it? I'm not saying the F word. I don't say Mm. the T word, right? Because those communities have said those are slurs and there is no other reason to say those words T-words. unless you're using them against those. Like if we were in Europe, sure, you could ask me for a fag because I know you're asking for a cigarette, but never would mm. I ever even say the word in America. There is no other reference, right? And mm. we know this because no one asks for a bundle of sticks and calls it the <laughs> F word, right? Context changes, context matters. And mm. what's frustrating is when people act like that's not true. People act Mm -hmm. like that's not true with things that don't affect them. Once things affect them, then they become sensitive about it. So there's a lack of empathy, one. There's a a general lack of knowledge and understanding of your fellow countrymen um, because black Americans are Americans. And if you gave a shit about America with all your fucking flag waving, you would care. But there's idiots who think the Civil War wasn't about race or slavery still. So mm-hmm. we are fighting a bit of an uphill battle. So I think mm-hmm. the first thing is to understand is that we are combating privilege here because mm-hmm. to not need to live in the political or, or understand the consequences of the political is privilege to, to mm. not have to, to live outside of it. Well, mm. whatever laws they make, I'll probably still be in the same position I am now, mm. right? Which was a lot of the apathy when it came to uh, Trump and white voters. In, in my experience, I'm not a journalist, but from the conversations that I had, that was a lot of it is that those people were a lot less afraid than blacks, Mexicans, Asians. And even then, big Mm. business owners, regardless of your race or ethnic background, were much less concerned than smaller business owners or independent contractors. Um, So it's like the proximity to things really changes Um, as well as, so what I talk about, the discourse surrounding it, Uh, just talk about the general privilege and ignorance around it. And this... This and it's so odd. Um, and I, I see it mostly from white people, is this need to like enforce their freedom. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, it would be great if you would like fight for your right to say the N-word. Uh, if you would take that energy and putting it into getting people off the streets, that would be great. Right? It seems like people are really passionate. Be Right. It sounds like people are really passionate about the things that matter the least. It's my freedom. But is it though? Is it though? Is, is that where we are? Where you needing or being able to say a word regardless of the harm it causes is your freedom? Are you really America first? Are you really put the red hat on make America great again? Because I think if you were really down for the cause, you'd be about respecting everyone. Yeah, I might have the freedom to say it and look, white people say it all the time when we're not around and all these videos of all these celebrities saying it is proof. You can look it up right now of all these YouTubers, Twitchers, uh, cel- movie celebrities, TV celebrities, anytime someone has been belligerent or drunk or even just thought someone wasn't looking or thought they weren't going to get in trouble. So so I am really curious about what people actually care about and if this is Support for Joe Rogan, or is this just rebellion against someone of another political party? Uh, so for me, that's that's a part of the problem. And I think, uh, in terms of your, uh, in addressing your question of uh, atonement and reconciliation, I think that for me, I'll sp- I'll speak for myself as I can only do. If you can acknowledge the position of privilege that comes with being able to do what you're doing um, and you acknowledge your influence and the harm that may have caused. Um, I also don't like when people get to profit off of the things they're doing, but also want to not have accountability of like, oh, I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. Yeah, but you also got that $100 million contract and there's hundreds of millions of people listening to you like, do you really get to just step aside and say that? Oh, I didn't I didn't mean to, right? But here's the deal. Let's say that he is truthfully, honestly, totally ignorant and an idiot and inconsiderate, which he was when he said the n-word. Otherwise, why you don't need to say it? You just don't need to say it. Um if if there is an understanding of like, not just people are mad at you online, but that that word is harmful and it is specific to America and black people. If there is a real weight behind the mistake that you've made and he does what he says he's going to do and make that effort to get varying voices on the show, then I will will believe him. Um, I think, unfortunately, he's straight, he's white, he signed a $100 million contract. Um, so he's a millionaire? He's a rich, white, straight man? You know what I mean? And, and again, when we say those things, those are not disses, right? There's so much... I, I get it because there's so much performative social justice warriorism that people think whenever someone brings it up, they're just trying to hate on someone white. And it's it's like, that's just... Like, intersectionality, we didn't make it up. It's just we observe the webs that connect us, right? If you're straight, you know, you know, that's how people treat you. You're white, people treat you a certain way, you know what I mean? If you're rich, people treat you a certain way. So, again, this, so this is not like I'm, I'm mad at him for being straight and white and male. It's just objectively what he is, right? Um, mm-hmm. If there is weight behind it, I'm interested. If he was going to have Ibram X. Kendi get on the show and talk about anti-racism then, then sure i really think he needs to be held responsible i think we hold him responsible but he holds himself accountable um for getting on these different voices he says it all the time i'm pretty much liberal i'm i'm pretty much liberal it's like yeah but how many guests do you have on like bringing counterpoints to people like ben shapiro Ben Shapiro went on the on the, on the Joe Rogan show and talked a whole bunch of shit about black people and reparations. And I, and Joe Rogan did, uh, push back, I guess to the best of his ability, it was still lackluster, but like, if you're going to have a fanatic like Ben Shapiro on your show, who are you going to get after him to, to like bring something from the other side to bring some actual facts. Ben Shapiro straight up told lies. He, he straight up said that Roosevelt um, did reparations that every black American got eighty thousand dollars and they and they and they messed it up. He literally lied on the show. You
1: yeah, know what I mean? I so think, you can't have yeah.
0: literal liars on your show and then say mm-hmm. I'm an idiot. I didn't know. That's fucking I'd, wrong. So I I, I do want to say something. The time so
1: the the time I'm referencing to when he said like I'm an idiot was with the Neil Young thing. He did it. I'm an idiot was not the only thing he said. He did preface it with, "I want to be clear, I'm not an anti-vaxer." You know, like I'm vaccinated. Yes. Whatever. He was clarifying yes. he what he said. Mm-hmm. And so, I'm an idiot is normally like the period at the end, right? He's normally says things, right? Exp- uh, whatever has the context, apologizes, then says, "Yeah." He says and it all the time the, in his stand-up, yeah. His cherry on top is that he's an idiot, right? right? So I just want to make that clear that he's not just dodging everything saying he's an idiot. Right. And that that's not necessarily eliminating the accountability that he is whatever, however shoddily or whatever, attempting to take, right? Um, but I just want to, yeah, make that clear because right now how we're making it sound, it's like, all oh, he says, I'm an idiot, you know, don't look at me. <laughs> no, but, no, it was like a 10-minute
0: you know, long video where he really was yeah, talking about... Yeah, and that's about, the
1: very end. That's yeah, like the little yeah. boop, whatever. And so... You know, whatever that is, that's it's that's it's one thing. I do want to say also, like, the um he does need to have an equal amount of guests, like he needs to balance it out, especially if he's gonna have something like Ben Shapiro on his podcast. But like you said, also like his whole thing, the Joe Rogan experience, having crazy controversial people on there because that's extremely um, however interesting it is to hear somebody say such crazy things especially somebody that is as big in the media as Ben Shapiro to hear him be asked questions of whatever it is talk all that mess I think uh lends itself to the brand of the Joe Rogan podcast but I definitely think that like as you said Ibram X Kennedy that'd be a fantastic guest to have on there it would be a great counter to having somebody like Ben Shapiro on there like I I, I didn't know about that part honestly I have not seen the apology video but I if that's what he said that he is saying he's going to have um, uh, a larger variety of guests on his show instead of just um, controversial um, uh, conservatives, you know, we'll say uh, on his, on his, well,
0: some are like explicitly, obviously conservative personalities and some people are just controversial or they're just crazy. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't mean to frame it as he's got all these conservatives on, but some people are pretty blatantly conservative personalities.
1: And I think a lot of that is because especially um, when Trump was in office, all those characters were trending like crazy. And now with Biden in office, they're trending even more. Right. So like. At one end, I look at it like and this definitely makes it harder to give him any slack, because if I look at it like I'm from a business perspective. Right. um, You know, the people that are trending are the people you want on the people that are controversial that are going to get you listens are the people that you want on. But how responsible is that? You know what I mean? You're giving whatever kind of voice you're giving them, whether you're pushing back however well you can, which because of his position, he's not really able to do it that well. If he was more educated in it and was able to do it really well, then I'd be more comfortable with him having um, conservatives on his podcast knowing that he's going to spit some truth, but he doesn't really know anything because he's a fucking idiot, right? So I just know that this conservative or whatever is going to go on there, this crazy person is going to go on there. They're basically just going to have a platform and they're going to be amplified. And so that's concerning, right? Especially if what they're saying is dangerous.
0: Yeah, you can't um, feign awareness that these people are gonna, you know, you hundred million downloads per episode. Do you know, like how how long are we really gonna say that it's just for entertainment? I mean, I understand because if you listen, if if you watch, he's just a genuinely open-minded person. I, I think actually to a fault, where he's literally giving. Anyone the space to say what they're gonna say and he is genuinely listening if you watch mm-hmm. him mm. He is he, and then he, he questions But he is super interested which is which I think people are using as a barrier of like yes I understand and that's one of the reasons why I used to fuck with him so hard because I really appreciated how open He was to what people had to say, but you you can't stop there. That's not an excuse yeah, once you have an audience, you do have a responsibility. And I think we can talk often about when is when is it important to be responsible. Uh, I think when you have influence, if you plug a product and and that product could blow up because of your plug, or you, if you could put someone on entertainment, like, like if there's some artist who's struggling, if they came on your podcast, they... Like, could have a career. You know what I mean? So, this is understood. And I think it's a little too late. My feeling is that it's a little too late, and at the same time, it's not. Like, I'm a little like, fuck your bullshit. It's a little too late. You should, like, if you didn't already realize that, you're just living in happy world, making all your money and having all these crazy guests on, thinking it wasn't affecting anybody. That's BS. If you didn't know, you, now you know. But how could you not know? Anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, I I don't think curiosity and honesty are barriers to accountability Mm -hmm. or shouldn't be. Mm
1: -hmm. I totally agree. And I, and like when I was talking to mom about it, I kind of saw like something, what my problem was, was I was having a hard time with the idea that he would deliver an insincere apology Apology about that because of what the vibe I had gotten from him. I feel like probably a part of me might have felt Betrayed if it were so that he didn't feel bad about what he'd done hmm because of how because of like you were saying that Open-mindedness um, That is established that this persona of Joe Rogan is very open-minded or whatever I felt like I got to know him, you know, through the podcast. Especially since it's like three hours long and there's like a thousand of them, right? So there's mm-hmm. so much you can absorb, and you almost feel like, oh man, you know, I got to meet all those people with this guy. So when you hear something like this, and then you hear that people don't think he was sincere, and I, not a body language psychologist, I also haven't seen the video. But if I had, I couldn't analyze it at a perspective where I could see, oh yeah, he was definitely sincere. I wouldn't know shit, right? But I could. What I would, what I would get from it is. I mean, honestly, unless it's blatant, what I'd want to get from it, which is the kind of the scary thing about that kind of thing. So oh, you actually, what, what I want, you to, want s- to get it, from it, you know what I mean? Mm, like yeah. I could, I could see that he's sincere because that's what I, and it's even if even if I try to suppress that, that's what I'm begging to see because I don't want to be betrayed like that, right? Right. But this makes this brings me to why I really wanted to talk about this beyond just it being a trending topic and us need to talk about trending things in our podcast, <laughs> is that <laughs> to be transparent, <laughs> just to be transparent. Uh, yeah, 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 exactly But um, I I Would not I had an experience recently That sort of Made everything so much more real for me And mm-hmm. actually a friend um, That I want to share um, Publicly Because I hadn't before And I actually think it's bullshit that I hadn't And I just I don't know what I was running from um, But it has affected me And no matter what Joe Rogan's intentions are, the things that he says, even if people, because people, people all the time talk about how people that are canceling people take things out of context. You have to look at the context of it, but also people that are, that are, that, um, listen to toxic propaganda and are, and are, um, have dangerous morals also listen to things out of context. Right. So, and they take things out of context also. So, like, if a Joe Rogan, if Joe, if a Joe Rogan, if Joe Rogan says something that is questionable out of context, that's important because everybody gets things out of context. Lots of people. It's not just, uh, you know, quote unquote, libtards that are trying to cancel everybody that get things out of context, right? That's not what happens. Right. So, um, so if he says something that's questionable, he's giving people assurance. He's giving people confidence. He's giving people. Um, amplification that in an ideal world should not be getting any of those. Mm-hmm. And So I want to say something that uh, mom texted to me. And so she said "On she heard on NPR um, that hate crimes are up 339% in the nation over the last year and that anti-black hate crimes are uh, still top the list. They're still top the list, whatever. That's it. Mm-hmm. And she said, it made me think that you should talk about your experience. So without much ado, um a month ago like i want to say it was january i think i i think it was no it wasn't it was like december it was like december 30th i went to i've been golfing for like a year now i've been super into it but you know at arm's length because i know of it's i know of its racist past Mm -hmm. and it's (laughs) racist present one of the one of the things i talk about people are always like yeah but tiger woods i'm like come on how many sports where there? How many sports yeah, are there where there's one, the how, one black person? Talk, yeah, I'm like, how many sports are there where there's one black superstar? Just think about that. How many sports are there where there's one black superstar? So that does That's not real. There's like, you know, you have a, you you can pick and choose, but with in golf, it's oh Tiger Woods, and it's like oh fucking great for you, fantastic, he's fantastic, great, everyone loves him, but. Anyway, my point is that I was I was loving golf at arm's length because I was I was weary of something happening, and that's that's problem one, that I couldn't just be a golfer and I couldn't just enjoy it without this fear that something's gonna happen, mm-hmm. right? But I was lucky, and nothing was happening. Uh, you know, in all honesty, I am, you know, I'm I'm ethnically ambiguous at some point, um, but something, but no matter what, I'm brown, right? So something was gonna happen. So the other day I went to the, not the other day, like two months, a month ago, I went to the golf course. My friend Brendan, after we, whatever, had been hanging out. And I wanted to teach, I wanted to take him to the um, driving range. And I, it was a, it was kind of a last minute decision. I didn't have any uh, collared shirts that were clean. I had a Henley on that was, it was, it was a, it's a crew neck shirt, Mm -hmm. but it's got, you know, three buttons or whatever. I was wearing some nice shorts, um, you know, some good, like, like some Monarch shoes, whatever, you know, the whole thing. But I just didn't have a collar on. And for reference, for people that don't know, golf courses, you generally need a collar if you want to play golf. Um, and I worked at a golf course, I would like to say. I put a nice one, and not all the time did you guys have collared shirts on. I just want to make that clear. Right. They're so you're like working guys, from right? experience. Ah, yes. Shouldn't be that big of a deal. You've seen it happen shouldn't already. It shouldn't be that big, especially if all they want is the driving range, right? And I'm going to get into this, in and uh, something else about this later. But anyway. So, Brendan was dressed sort of similarly. He had a crew neck shirt on and then a crew neck sweater over it. He had mismatched socks, like shirts, shorts that were like all, you know, janky looking and his hair was messy. His hair was always messy. And Brendan um, is white. Brendan is white. Brendan. That's very important. Brendan, if you couldn't tell from the name, no, it's I'm kidding. It's Brennan, so right? Bre- <laughs> Brendan, yeah, oh, Brendan. It's Brendan. Yeah, Brendan. Okay. Yeah, Brendan. So, Brendan is white. You know, the whole thing, blonde hair, blue-eyed. He doesn't mind me saying this. <laughs> like this and it's not like you I'm not trying me to insult white on your podcast. Huh? <laughs> just see him be mad. You, you called, called me, white. me white on your podcast. You. you called me white. So anyway, yeah. So we go there, and I'm like, "Y'all be right back, bro." By the way, I'm the guy with the clubs. I just want to say, <laughs> right, right. The clubs. I'm walking in there with the, you know, expensive clubs. And um, I go up there, and I'm like, uh, "Hi, you know, can I get a large bucket?" Like, I first off, I go up and I'm like, "How you doing?" You know, uh, whatever. I'm like, "How many balls in a large bucket of balls?" Is like, "Yeah, about a I'm like, "All right, can I get a large bucket, please?" And he's like, "Do you have something color on?" Do you have, like do you have not on like do you have a collared shirt? And I'm like no, I don't. He's like, do you have something in your car? And I'm like no. And in my head I'm thinking like who the fuck carries on like a collared shirt in their car, bro? No, I don't have a mm-hmm. fucking no. And I'm like no, I don't. And he was like, well, I'm sorry. I was like, well, I just want to go to the driving range. And he was like, you have to have a collared shirt. And I was like, all right. And I was like, dang. And so I walked out of there and I was like, fuck. Like I just have to go home now. Like that's it. Right. And I looked out in the driving range, and I saw some guys that pull over hoodies on. You know, like, whatever. They might have a collared shirt under there. But I was like, hmm. They had, like, the hoods on and everything, too. And I was like, hmm. So I looked at Brandon. and I was like, yo, take this money. Go up there. And, and it's, it's I'm we're down the stairs and around the corner. So this guy doesn't know our affiliation. He can't, like, see us out the window. Like, there's no possible way. I already checked it. I made sure before we even did this because we've tried doing things like this before. where We kind of, like, test to see if something happened to me was because – I was brown. Mm-hmm. But the situation has never been controlled enough to where it couldn't be because of possibly something else. Like there's always there's always been another factor that we couldn't directly point it to racism. Right. But this was the perfect thing. So I gave him the money. He went up there. I want to say like 30 seconds later, came back down with, with, you know, the the tokens for the bucket of balls. And I was like, Bro, oh my God. Like, did he say anything to you? Did he give you a hard time? He's like, No. He didn't ask me any questions at all. Like, just gave me the coins. And I was like, fuck. For the rest of that session, I just fell off my game. I just like could not hit properly, and then ever since then, I have not gone to a a driving range. I've not gone golfing. I haven't even like touched my clubs, like because every time, even every time we pass by a golf course, I just feel a little bit sick. Mm. Like I feel a little bit sick, and like the thing is, is like y'all, if you, if you were one of those people out there, we you know welcome all kinds of listeners, but if you're somebody out there. That is thought that people, whatever, black people pulling the race card or whatever, that is like, oh, snowflakes. I were like, get over it. I just want to let you know right now that I could not control this feeling. Right. Like, this was not, it was not in my control. And that it was such a crazy experience because I'd never felt anything like that before. And like never once before because of something that had happened because of the color of my skin has it ever hindered me from contending with my life or contending with something that I, that I, that I wanted to do. And so this was really important because that was trauma. Like I, I was traumatized and even though it wasn't like, you know, he didn't like freaking call me the N word hard R and you know, whatever, like pump a shotgun in the air. (laughs) It was still, it was still very real. And so I've decided to obviously talk about it here on the podcast and I'm going to go back there and I'm going to tell them that I publicized the event and I'm going to tell them what happened. I'm going to get my stuff, my shit together. I'm going to tell them what happened. And because another thing that was important was that the manager was there and his door was open. He was sitting in the office right over there. He could hear everything. He was an earshot. Right. And he saw me go in there and walk out and they saw Brendan go in there and walk out with a bucket of balls and nobody thought anything of it. When you have an experience like that, it makes everything so much more real. And for white people, who will never have that experience trying to tell us what's okay and what's not okay for things that are traumatizing to us
0: mm-hmm. is absolute gar- it's ridiculous like that's what, yeah ex- exactly that's what we hear all the time from people who don't want to and what I'm what I'm calling it is they don't want to respect other people it was the it same is. thing uh, uh, I mean no one's gonna know from this but uh, the comedian Andrew Schultz I thought it was funny I was watching his stuff for a while until he was saying the T word, uh, you know, the, 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 the slur for trans people that oh, used to be like commonplace, right? But mm-hmm. trans people have come out and said, don't say this word. That is a slur. It's demeaning. It's degrading. Don't say it. And he had a whole bit about why can't I say this word? I'm going to say it. He said, grandmas are grannies. You know what I mean? Like, like, and so he said, you know, trans people are. So blacks are blackies. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ex- well, that's, that's the thing. That Because first, I didn't understand because I had no context. I had no reference <laughs> at all. Mm. And then a trans person told me that. And I was like, oh, hell no. And they're like, see? And I was like, oh, okay. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. I did not have that frame of reference. I didn't understand. So I think it, it takes more effort to give a shit about what other people are saying. Like, oh, because I don't understand your pain, it must be fake. It must be contrived. It must be bullshit because I've never felt that way. People don't act like that as if their experience is the whole of the human it's experience. Universal. Yeah. Which is also you know, white privilege to consider or privilege in general to consider your experience, the universal experience. And I openly admit to like once,
1: once upon a time, feeling that way about things and when when quote-unquote cancel culture was really getting into like mainstream uh media and it was like happening everywhere i was really like i was like what nah nah like this come on that's over the top right that's these were real thoughts in my head back in the day and i think a lot of it was not the act i think we talked about this before on the podcast not the actual movements themselves like now that i think about it like the T word, like I don't even need to think twice. Like for me it's not about like what it means to me. If you don't want me to say it, I'm not gonna say it. Right. Like, like you're not why gonna why does why, like, do, why, why would, do my feelings need to even matter? And like why are you why would why would you be looking for hurt? Why would you make up hurt? Right. No hey, one yeah. who's fucking crazy enough. So anyway, um, but I think a lot of it for me that I had a problem with was the same thing with like white TikTok girls posting Blackout Tuesday and and then getting like, you know, 30,000 likes on their pic, right? And I'm like, but do you mean it? What are you right. doing? You posted right. a black... So things like that. And there was a lot more. Like, that's just one example. That was one really prominent example. But there were lots of other things for all facets of, of um, civil rights that we've been moving through for these last whatever, um, let's just say, from from me, for my timeline, like 10 years, right? There's been all sorts of just like white girls being like trendy about it. And that and that obviously, before I was really into it, was breaking its way to me first. So the problem was is I was seeing that first, right? And that was trivializing it. The problem of that is it trivializes the whole situation. And mm-hmm. if people are ignorant like I once was and still am. Much to learn, but I'm saying I'm no more now. Right. Before when I didn't know shit and that was my only outlet, I wasn't taking any of these problems seriously because I was just seeing it like this. In fact, they were pissing me off because it felt fake. Obviously, it's fake from these girls. But they don't. I mean, it, it, not to hate on anybody, right? We're not being like whatever. But if you're straight, white, I'm gonna add on hot girl, whatever, or like whatever seen hot girl like to has like millions of followers, or whatever. Because of that, right? I'm not really. If you're talking about whatever the struggles of being black, like or for for black people or whatever. And then getting millions of likes and people still talking about how hot you are in your post where you're talking about that. I'm just not going to take you seriously. like. And that's just for me. I hate to do that. But that's just how I felt back in the day. So anyway, I, this is coming from something that used to feel like that. But it's real. If any of you listeners feel that feel that way, feel like people are, it's fake pain or like they're pulling it out of whatever their ass, I'm just letting you know it's real. And so I want to, um, another thing about the golf thing. And, and how we talked about uh, Light Thing last episode was that the pre show is 300 years long. Um, just to put it out there, I think that the dress code thing is total bullshit. Mm. Like, who needs, like, who, who fucking plays? First off, golf, if you've ever golfed before, it takes like four hours. And if it's a good day, it's hot. Why the fuck are we wearing collared shirts? Right. Why are we wearing knickers and socks and, and, and whatever, all these things? That's bullshit. You know why? Because those are expensive clothes. And back in the day, because golf is so old and whatever, black people were free. They didn't want they didn't want people of color playing golf. They didn't want them playing golf and they added another barrier. Oh, well this is not racist if you don't have a collared shirt you can't play. Okay. All uh, right, I got you. Well, what if I don't have a collared shirt, bro? What are you going to do about it then? Like, so I've thought for like ever since I found out about that rule, I thought that rule should have been gone, out in the trash. It doesn't even do anything. for like because cuz dudes will be out there drunk as fuck fuck oh, making yeah. a wreck of themselves yeah but wearing because college they have a collared shirt. collared shirt on i'm like oh so they're classy now like but so but they're but they're drunk and like missing every hit but they're classy because they're wearing a colored shirt right. get out of here bro that's a fucking that's a that's a gatekeeping rule we need to get rid of that so just putting that out there if we ever get big i hope to god that somebody finds this and cancels that rule <laughs> but like <laughs> but for me so getting back on topic um regarding joe rogan specifically Obviously, and like he said himself, there is no context in which it is okay for a white person to say the yes, n-word. Yes. If you want to reference the n-word, you can go ahead and say n-word. You don't have to say the n-word, right? to say it. Um so bottom line, and I don't think and 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 even if he wasn't doing it to be even if he didn't intentionally at the, at the time do it to be hateful, The very fact that he did it, it shows a lack of respect because if he had understood and if he had been aware, if he had been looking to respect that, right, he wouldn't have done it. And so the fact that he didn't display that in the first place shows a a uh, trivialization the right word, trivializing Mm -hmm. of the cause of the people. Not that I'm I'm not a nigga, right? I'm black, but I'm not a nigga. I'm not going to say that. I think it was, what was it? Chris Rock that said that. Or even Dave even that
0: like we get into the politics of that. That's a real tricky thing of how oh, right? some black people are niggas and others are not. No, how,
1: nobody, nobody's a nigga. Like that's the thing. Like th- like like that's the but that's the thing. But it, but it's d- directed at black people, right? I'm not saying yeah, that anybody yeah, exactly. can be that, but I'm just saying, like, I'm not gonna say, like, you know my point is is that's a racially charged word, and that him saying that without respecting uh, even if he didn't know the possibility, even at the time he could have acknowledged the possibility. Of it, it being gonna, disrespectful, yeah. mm-hmm. right? Because anybody can do that. It doesn't matter how big of an idiot you are. You know it could be a possibility. In fact, did do that, it's just a lack of respect for black people. And so like you, I will await because I was a previous fan. I will await to see if he brings on more people because I don't think that Spotify kicking him off, the um, platform is going to cancel Joe Rogan. I just don't think so. I think if no, not, no he's just going to get a segment somewhere else. He's too big. No, I no. don't think that's a proper solution at this point because it's too late, right,
0: which is why it really does matter what he does, like yes, and I hope that I yes. hope that he knows that that he mm. I'm pretty sure he he knows he's not getting cancelled, which is why it really does matter what he does if he makes that and, change, yeah. if he actually continues to like feel the hurt that he caused, which is important. I think that people want to feel things and then get over them. Um, But New and I talk all the time of like, when I see someone homeless on the street, that shit hurts me every single time, every single day. And I make sure that it does because if you are numb to something, then the powers that be win. Mm -hmm. If you get accustomed to injustice, and you are then not fighting against it, you have lost. So it's important that we feel the wrong that we do. Uh, and of course, not, not uh, you know, let, let our knowledge lead to action. So then learn, feel feel the hurt, learn about it, do better and make an active effort to always do better. There is no limit. I was doing better last year, and now this year I can just, like, kind of slack off. No, we, we need to always do better. And that's
1: for everyone. Like, we talk about celebrities, and celebrities are always caught, obviously, in the spotlight with these things. And then people are able to easily deflect. That's another problem for me what, back, back when it was, and it still happens, is that people deflect. And they use celebrities as scapegoats, mm. right? They just, like, white people will just, like, they're like, yeah, I know, cancel him, cancel him. Yeah, he's terrible, right? Yeah, no, I can't be racist. I cancel Joe Rogan. I'm not racist. Come on, bro. Come
0: on. I mean, Let's there's also take- the huge issue of just canceling people in general of, like, I'm not going to take this opportunity to decide his worth as a human being. I mean... We talked about needs, that before too. Right? How yeah, we have talked about that. How he needs to conduct himself on his show, which is not the same as censorship. There is there is like this weird dichotomy where people think I can do whatever I want, how I want, no matter what, or I'm being censored. Like it's okay to have guidelines, bro. It's okay to have ways that you're going to operate that you that you plan out ahead of time. You know what I mean? It's not like do whatever I want no matter what or you're censoring me. Like that's yeah, that sounds like a like. I don't know. Yeah, that sounds terrible. And and luckily, I don't think
1: Joe Rogan has said that. No, um, he has not. And I and and so that's definitely saving him as well. That's one of the many things that saving him. It's many a time, has a star fallen because they have just gotten too defensive and too prideful, and they've said things like that because they don't want to acknowledge that they fucked up. Yeah. Totally. Um. But yeah, yeah, I, I, I definitely yeah. Like yeah, cancel culture. Like, what is that? We've, we 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 have a whole episode. I think it's called cancel culture or something yeah, like we, that. Don't we don't talked know. about it. Listen to it. Yeah, yeah. Because we really have. I strong strongly about that too. It's like just like exiling stuff. Like it depends. Like like I said. Like m- me too. I don't. I don't even care. That You're is a, that doesn't I, count. I think we this, decided that count. things like That's that. When you commit
0: me. a crime and you, you hurt crime? someone, that is not You're being out. canceled. That You're is out. you getting what you deserve. You. There is no it's, cancel culture around R. Kelly. Is it exactly fucking criminal? You know that, Yeah, like everybody in jail now. <laughs>
1: everybody in jail has been canceled now. Like yeah, right. No, no, now. that's yeah. not what being canceled. Yeah. is. exactly. So well, I'm glad we talked about this because, <laughs> on one end, I hope that a lot of people take away from it something because I hope a lot of people listen to it because it's something that's happening right now. But I also people that I also feel that I also hope <laughs> that people, um, you know, kind of understand. You know, something about it. if they were confused about it or maybe they were against what was happening right now. Uh, uh, whatever the flack that Joe Gunn's catching. I hope that this kind of enlightened y'all Junkyardigans that are feeling uh, unsure about this out there. So without further ado, we're going to take a quick break and then move into y'all's favorite part. <laughs> Actually, hopefully not. It's the shortest part. <laughs> One of y'all's favorite parts, the game. So we'll be right back. All right. And we are back. We're back. For the game segment. So last week we played a game where it was basically 20 questions. Zach and I pick a character, and the other has 20 points that they start out with. And each question that they ask bites down at a point. So um, the goal is to find out the character and as few questions as possible. Last week, Zach won with 19 points, and I lost with 17. Um, that was a pretty tough game. No, but didn't did you
0: have 15 Come it on, took you Don't five do questions. Team. Don't fucking do Look this. Look at you three, retroactively trying to give yourself points. Oh, you get out of a rec- here. You ever
1: heard of a retcon? No, okay, listen. Um, <laughs> Listen. Uh, That's fine. Hey, uh, listen. Listen, listen. <laughs> Here's the deal. So I'm going to make up for it. Don't worry. Um, in this game, I've definitely picked a harder character that you're not going to guess in one fucking question. Absolute <laughs> bullshit last week. And um, because you won last week, I will go ahead and go first. Since I just saw you pick your character right now, so I've I've had a little more preparation. So I'll go <laughs> just now. <telling> you, buddy. <laughs> I'll go I'll go right I'll go right now. Okay, fine. Um, go. So here
0: we go. Three, two, one <laughs> <laughs> uh, they can't see you, but I can see your dumbass. So okay, okay. Um Are you uh a television wrestler?
1: No, I'm not a television wrestler. Although I could have been. I've had many offers, but I'm too strong. I would destroy. Uh, are you Hercules? They <laughs> used to make my
0: nickname in middle school, but no, I'm not Hercules. Okay, okay. Are you part of Disney? Yeah, I'm part of Disney. Are you Gaston? No, I'm not Gaston.
1: Oh. I'm far stronger than Gaston and a lot newer. Oh, are you Maui?
0: No, I'm not Maui either. Uh, so you are part of Disney... You said you're a lot newer. How new? Or what year did you debut?
1: I don't know what year I debut. Probably 2004.
0: Okay, but you're a man. You're strong enough to have been a wrestler and what? win. Do you have an animal companion? No, I don't have an animal companion. Are you white? Yeah, I'm white. <laughs> Not to say it with so much pride. This media training. I have to say everything with confidence. Oh, are you... Tony Stark? No, I'm not Tony Stark. Are you animated?
1: Yeah, I'm animated. Let's just say I'm not Tony Stark, but I'm a lot more super.
0: Did you get frozen alive in an iceberg? No, I am not part of the MCU. But you're more super than Captain America. You said Tony Stark. I'm more super than Tony Stark. Oh, okay. More super I'm probably and
1: as super as as Captain America. Let's just say these days balancing the work-family life hasn't been so easy. Oh, <laughs> you Mr. incredible? You bet, baby! Okay. All right. Yeah, you know, come on. He- he's not really
0: like a voice. It's in the it's in the questions. That's hard. Because Pixar is really its own thing. I understand the relationship to Disney, but I don't know. I'm going to say it's a bit misleading.
1: What? They're Dis- They're as Disney as MCU, bro. Don't even pull that on me. They're as Disney as MCU. They're more Disney than MCU because they were purchased right after Toy Story by Disney. So I don't even want to get into that. You lost. Here we go. You're going to lose right now. Cause I'm about to- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because mine is way easier. You won in one question last week, bro. And I don't you, you forget too powerful. it. Don't you were you too powerful, me. bro. I was like, <laughs> I have to pick something harder. Never done this voice before. Good work so. though. Good work though. What was that like? You're down to like eight points. Uh,
0: yeah, I think I did twelve questions. All right, all right, here we go.
1: Are you a Disney character?
0: Technically, no. It's a bad voice. Thank oh, you're an on. idea guy.
1: No, I'm kidding. Uh, let me <laughs> see.
0: <laughs> um, technically, no. Hmm. You an action movie character? No. How old are you? In current time. Yes, in current time. As of present day, I am more than a thousand years old. What? Are you a Star Wars character? No. Are you a DC character? No. What's your favorite food? Whatever we killed on the hunt. You Are you a Game of Thrones character? No.
1: What? The hunt? Um... The hunt. Technically, I'm
0: 864. Don't... Don't use my voice as reference. It's not, not very good. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm just trying to do a voice.
1: <laughs> the Hunt. Um, where are
0: you from? I am from Asia.
1: Oh, uh, The Hunt. All right, is this... Well, you're not Disney, so it's not something from Milan. The legend of mulan
0: existed before disney just so you know <laughs> i understand but
1: how are you going to impersonate like a historical character <laughs> with, a, with a voice like an ancient character and how is yours easy if it's the authentic legend of mulan
0: i think it was like foul mulan or faux mulan it's called it's called something it's called something No,
1: I, I know it's not just a, exclusively a disney thing but there's there's i'm just thinking of the clues you gave me which you said it was easy there's no way you're gonna pull out, like, ancient, like, authentic Legend of Mulan on me after you say it's easy.
0: I, I thought it was relatively easy in terms of you like characters Genghis to run Khan? the game? No,
1: you can't be. You're not fucking... He's not 800 years old. Oh, wait, you didn't say you were alive. Are you dead?
0: Yes, I am dead.
1: Oh, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I should have asked that. Here, I'm trying to... I'm thinking of, like, some immortal character. Oh, my God. Did you pillage towns and, and make a lot of offspring uh, the wrong way?
0: Most definitely.
1: Are you Genghis Khan?
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> dude, then my one downfall was was looking for an 874-year-old <laughs> old character. character? Oh. All right,
0: you won, but only by two points. Oh no, dude! I should have known it was Genghis Khan. Have- <laughs> That's why I said it was
1: easy bro i'm a fool i'm a fool at least i won that's all i have to say i'm happy about that all right y'all well thank you so much for joining us in this episode it's been fun arriving with y'all and we look forward to giving you something next week see you in the next one